Well, I might be dying. Or maybe I got too much time. I can't stop my mind. It's running right. With these false teeth and these plastic knees go squeak, squeak, squeak from the porch to the street. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Lost in the Folds here at the Music Arc, an Arc of E production. I am Sunshine Mayfield. I'm back with the one, the only, the irreplaceable Max Gongaware. Here I am. I'm back. He's back for another episode that we, it's been a while. We have not recorded in a, in a little while. But none of y'all could tell because we have been re- releasing them at the same rate. Yeah, backlogging them. That's, we were intentional about like planning ahead because of, we figured that at some point I would mess up and we would miss yeah, our how recording come schedule. We, how come we haven't recorded in a while, Well, Alex? so we had a date planned. Oh. We, we, yeah, we did. It was, it was going to be lovely. It's and I messed, my first date and, a long And time. I messed up. I messed up. So. How so? Well. So uh, here's the story. I went to an adult party. Ugh. Yeah, it was it was like a it was an adult dinner party. Like one of my first ones. Like at leaving my house, you know, me and my roommate we got invited. That to That sounds thing. so much less fun than a kids party. I, like, well, not a single water slide. There were not no, a single bounce house. There were no water slides. I bet so, there wasn't even cake. There was cake. All right. Well, it was a dinner party. So every and it was a comfort food themed dinner party. So everyone brought like what does that even mean? The people brought things that were comforting to them. They brought like mac and cheese, or like some people brought like and you sat in the mac and cheese to like, and like all this stuff that the that people enjoyed eating. And so people made all these homemade dishes, and I brought Taco Bell because that's that's comforting to me. I hear that. Yeah. Did you get the nacho fries? <laughs> no, I just I uh, I've had the nacho fries, but I did not. They're not bring the nacho fries. They're so new they can't be comfort food yet. Not yet. But soon, people will be like, oh, these fries with the nacho cheese. Anyways, so we go to this party. It's a wonderful dinner. There's like 10 or 15 people there. We're all having a good time, and the party starts to dwindle, and people start to leave. To be clear, I caught the invite, but I was out of town. Yeah, you were you were doing something else. Basketball? Probably watching basketball. Some, yeah. So we, uh, we start to – the party starts to dwindle down. As parties do. As parties do. And there was a core group of us that were left. There was like four or five of us less, left that were just talking and – you know, at one point, you know, we were pouring wine and we were having a good time. And um, at one point we, we looked at the clock and it was like two in the morning or three in the morning. And then we looked over the wine rack and we saw like eight empty bottles of wine between like the five of us. Um, and so I was not in a condition to record the next morning like I had told you that we would. And so I take the blame on that. It was my fault. As you should. But it was a wonderful evening. I'm sure. And I just assumed that's what adults do. Like, I felt like such an adult leaving. I was like, we're going to a dinner dinner party. I'm bringing wine. I don't know if that's like, I, like sure, the dinner party part would, may have been an adult thing. But where you kind of messed up was staying is where you had to cancel your plans for the next day. That's not a very adult thing to do. No, that was very inconsiderate. I agree. Um, I apologize. I drove around Durham, North Carolina, just like waiting for you to text me. Like, when is sunshine going to be ready? Like... And then you you never did. You never texted. <laughs> you never texted me. Well, I looked at my phone and I texted you that night, and I was like, "We should we should start later." And you were like, "No, I've got things to do." And I was like, "All right, well, I'll try to be there at 10. And then I woke up at like noon, so I apologize. Yeah, it's called setting an alarm. So yeah, I think I did. <laughs> just, just it was my fault. But we're back on track. 
We had really. where we are not missing a beat on episodes. They're still going to come out, you know, at the Regularly same rate. Scheduled. And, but but yeah, that's where we're at right now. But today we are focusing on a Ben Folds album. Whoa! You didn't know. Wait, isn't that like the concept of this podcast? Yep. But so we're going to continue we're with gonna, the same we're gonna concept. Keep, we're going to keep. How on boring track. is this podcast that we just use the same concept we're staying episode on, we're after episode? We're staying on the same mission. All right. Okay. Which is me to put Ben Folds principles into been practice. practice. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Um. And so today we're focusing on the 2008 album, Way to Normal. So 2008. So 2008. Um. But and it's to be clear, it's way to normal. Like you're on the way to normal. It's not like way too normal. It's like more normal than it needs to be. Like yeah, it's, it's not way too normal. No, it's way too normal. How many O's would be in that too? If it was like you're way too normal, is that two That's O's? Two O's. Yeah. So this is only it one O, actually, and it's not way like the number two normal. Right. So it's you're on your way to normal. Right. Which we'll talk about because it's in a song where he's like, "I'm on my way to normal." So he says something like that. Yeah, it's, I can't remember the exact lyric. You're the expert, not me. What do you want me to do about it? I feel like in doing this podcast, you're becoming more of like a expert as far as like the fun facts side of things and i'm just like yeah i like the music more and well i'm trying to I'm prepare the whim- i'm the whimsical expert and you're like the prepared expert yeah i'm just trying to be prepared for you i'm trying to do all this stuff so i don't let you down like i did the other night i i guess i appreciate that so i feel like i have to do a little bit more research to figure out like what was going on at this time but before we dive more into Benfolds, as we do Let's go to the music corner. Max Gongaware, what have you been listening to? Uh, so I was introduced to a band uh, while I was hanging out with my buddy Michael. Uh, he told me about this band called Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. And I've been listening to this album called Breakfast, just because I love breakfast. Who doesn't? And uh, Sunshine, I think you have a song by them queued up. It's kind of fun. I do. You want to hear it right now? Let's do that. I think that's how this. that's the form that this normally takes. That's pretty tasty, Max. Breakfast is always tasty. I am a yeah, but that's a that's a yeah, I yeah, like the groove there. I enjoy that. Do you know anything about them? Where's this? Where's Lawrence from? What do they do? Or is this really just like I like the music? I like the music. I think they're like a brother and sister, which is a little bit weird. Is it? I think so. Do they have like a lot of love songs? And like you can have brother and sisterly love, like that's a thing. But yeah. Uh, that's uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that much about them. I've just enjoyed the music. I think they're a brother and sister. That song's called Do You Want to Do Nothing With Me, which is like, yeah, I do. I'd love to do nothing. That's like one of my favorite activities. Is eating breakfast and doing nothing. Well, like I, don't eat, I, I don't really eat breakfast that often. If you do those two things, are you like set for life? I mean, like... Like you get a, like a nice, a like a nice biscuit meal and then you do nothing the rest of the day. Like that's a pretty good day to you. Yeah. The, unfortunately, that would pr- likely mean that life would not last that much longer. <laughs> Depends on how healthy your breakfast is. Well, you just said it's a biscuit. <laughs> Biscuits aren't inherently unhealthy, are they? I mean, kind of. Like <laughs> it's like a buttery, flaky. I mean, usually anything that's like described by those two adjectives, are, it's not a good thing. 
Uh, so I'm going to die real soon then because I eat a lot of biscuits. Sure, if All you right. say so. So what I've been listening to is uh, this this guy and his band have taken off because of a viral video recently of their Tiny Desk Concert submission um, named Hobo Johnson, and I really enjoyed that. And so I went and uh, took, a, took a shot at listening to his album. Um, I really dig it. You told me earlier... Maybe not the biggest fan of Hobo Johnson. I feel like it's fine. It's just it's it's a little bit too funky for me. Too what you, not like musically funky, just like like weird. Yeah. Like it's so it's like a little spoken word hip hop. Like it's I, an interesting. He's got an interesting flow, but for whatever reason, I'm digging it. I like the idea of it more than I think I actually like it. But I'm willing to let's listen some more. Maybe let's listen I'll, to it. Maybe maybe you'll dig it. Hi, uh, what's up? My name's Frank uh, Hobo Johnson. I hope you like this song. I made it. Uh, for my dad, it's for you, dad. Hey, my dad taught me about the story about the birds and the bees. When the bees turn into wasps and take half of everything, he sounded sure that a bird doesn't need a full nest but a bed for our bird heads to rest. He told me, son, you'll never dunk. What is family tradition? Basketball? Yeah, so I dig it. It's simple, it's got a cool little groove to it. And uh, his entire album, I think the whole thing takes like 25 minutes to listen to. Um, it's only like eight tracks. Um, wow, so you could like eat breakfast. You could eat breakfast, listen, listen to, to that album, and, and then, then do like, nothing. And then do nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And so I've been digging it. Um, it's gotten a lot of replay on my Spotify. Um, and so I, I think it's worth at least checking out. But I think the live video he does for his submission, um, it's called Peach Scone. And I think that's phenomenal. I, I had yeah, a blast watching that. I saw. I watched that and I was like, this is fascinating. And then I looked him up on Spotify and gave him a listen. And I was like, okay. It's kind of the same shtick, but you know we're doing a Ben Folds podcast. Yeah, so that's kind of the same shtick over and over again. But um, yeah, so I've been enjoying. It. So that's the music corner. You know, so go check out Lawrence. Listen to their album Breakfast. Go check out Hobo Johnson. What type of corner do you think? Like, it, it, do you think it's like a ninety degree corner or like more of a acute corner? Or I think it's an obtuse corner. Like, I think it's an obtuse angle. Okay. And I think that it opens up. I, I like to imagine the so music corner as like a breakfast nook. Are we on the inside of that obtuse angle or the outside of that obtuse angle? I would say we're on the inside of it. Ah. Like we're cozied in. Like it's like a little sectional well, that it's tucks obtuse, in right it's there. Not, it's not that cozy. It could be. You. I mean, you don't want to be too like, I mean, I guess an acute angle. Like, dude, we're two big guys. So I we, agree. We'd that have a tough be, time fitting into an acute angle. That's what I'm saying. That would be too cozy. But like if it's an obtuse angle, it's not cozy. Depending on you know how well it's furnished. Yeah, so you get a nice sectional in there. You get some nice cozy blankets. You just snuggle on in, and then you know we talk about music. That's how I like to imagine it. It's just me and you cuddling in a corner talking about music. That that does sound good. <laughs> so, but I hope that's what your experience was, listeners. Yeah, it's, we're just two two cozy guys. Pull up those blankets, yeah, y'all. Just tuck yourselves in and listen to our podcast. Don't fall asleep though, because this is very important content, and you want to be awake <laughs> for it. That's right, especially this album. And so let's we've done it before. We're doing it again because it's a staple. Gong aware of your roots. This album came out two thousand eight. That wasn't that long ago, but it kind of was. It was ten years ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I say that wasn't that long ago, but then I'm ten years. You're like. But like well, in, the gra- in the grand scheme of things, though, like cosmically, like it wasn't that long ago. You're correct. <laughs> if you're relative to time and space, yeah, not long at all. Yeah. Uh, so what was going on 2008 for you? What were you doing at that time? So fun fact about 2008, that's when I graduated from high school. Yep. Go Phoenix. That's true for you too. Mm, no, not true. Oh, right. You I, had a weird high school. I graduated whatever. a semester early 
2007, only person in my class to graduate at that time. That's why I like to say Thomas Sumter Academy, valedictorian, December 2007. I guess so. Put it on my applications. If you were the only one. I was the only I one, guess right? guess you were the valedictorian. That's right. And so. Um, so I graduated from high school that year. I also started college that year. Imagine that. That's how that works. Yeah. And you became, you went from being a Phoenix to, to be, being a Phoenix. That's right. My high school and my college, the mascot was the Phoenix at both places. Interestingly, my high school colors were like lapis and silver. What? If, all right, I don't know what lapis is. I think it's like a fancy way of saying blue. <laughs> uh, and then my college phoenix was maroon and gold. So somebody needs to do like a anatomy check on what a phoenix looks like because I've been confused since 2008. Can they not be different colors? I mean, it's a mythical bird. I, yeah, and I guess there are different colors of other species. And like other species are look different based on different things. Sure. So maybe that's the situation. Maybe that's how phoenix work. Phoenix, phoenix. I wonder if it, it all correlates with the, co- <laughs> with the color of the flames. So like you have red flames. Yeah. But you also have blue flames. Yeah, the blue flames are like and the a, really hot ones. And you have like white flames. So like could a phoenix be white, blue, or red, or orange? It's probably true. The, yeah, the, that's probably it. Do you have a favorite phoenix, whether that's a person or, a, or, or the bird? I mean, the immediate one you can think of, just as far as it comes to naming phoenixes, is Fox. From Lord of the Rings. Dumbledore's phoenix from Lord of the Rings. That's right. Um, he's the one who would not allow anybody to pass under the bridge. Mm-hmm. That was Fox the phoenix. Yep. Um, he's also the one who killed the basilisk in um, the Two Towers. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. You're correct. Um, so what, what else what is going other, on to? My other favorite Phoenix would probably be Mr. Phoenix from Boy Meets World. Um, Phoenix. Um, that was a really good Phoenix. So no lie. I went back and rewatched Boy Meets World. It's good. It, All holds it, it, it holds up. And this isn't the TV arc, so we're not going to talk about this a lot. But like that show is like... You'll talk. They'll talk about like gun reform and like people not standing up for the you know pledge of allegiance. And this was happening like still suck. <laughs> this happened like fifteen years ago, and you're like, wow, this is still str- eerily applicable. Yeah, go to Panga. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, there are a lot of things, but I think his brother, um, what was Eric? his name, Eric, is still one of the funniest characters to me. I like Eric. Um, just I think. It's the, the naivety of him, but he's just like there's so much joy in his life for how stupid he is across the entirety of the show. But I mean that character exists just so in so many other places too. I know, like the, but like the, the stupid happy guy, but, but Eric just, pulls it off. It's so well, and there's so much love and heart there in that character. But yeah. anyways, well, it's the city of brotherly love. So, <gasps> uh, and the uh, brother loves. Oh my god. We just took it to another deeper level. That show is layered like a parfait. Yeah. Like an onion. Like a ogre. Like an ogre. So, all right. 2008, this album comes out. But what else? You graduated. I We were in the process of going to college. Um, but well, did you listen to this? Like, by that time, you, you discovered time, Ben yeah. Folds in, in high school. So, when yeah. this album came out, did you listen to it, like, right as it came out? I did. I believe it came out in the fall of 2008. So, like, as I was acclimating to life in college this album came out and boy oh boy did it help me acclimate to college that's not really, really true it doesn't really have anything to do. like i wasn't like wow i listened to this album and now i can talk to girls that's not how it worked well, but if we go when we go through this album you'll see that that's kind of like that's a 
a lot of the topic is on heartbreak and like his divorce and everything else. And so, see, I didn't even know that. I just like the music. So I don't know if it would be the way to talk to girls. Well, you should have seen me in 2008. Yeah, man. talk to me about your, Being your a dating prowess. member of uh, Fresh TV, which is like the group of uh, you know people who want to be communications majors and and like learn how TV works. And there's this. Every Sunday night, you you go to Fresh TV, and it starts as like an eighty freshman in this communications course, and then it just dwindles down to like sixteen by the end. And I made it all the way through. I'm so proud of you. It had nothing to do with girls, but <laughs> that was my way of changing the subject. Other things that came out in 2008, you got The Dark Knight comes out in 2008. I saw it, but I didn't care about it. What? I just don't. I'm, superheroes are not my thing. I'm stunned. You know you're not. I'm a, you've, you I'm know, a, you've known me long enough to know that. But it's I don't the Dark Knight. It's it's considered one of the greatest movies ever. I like ever the Black made. Knight better. <laughs> I'm more of a Martin Lawrence guy. Is that the where I he gets like knocked out and like yeah. wakes up in medieval times? Essentially, that's it. <laughs> if I'm gonna have like a, a a night that is a shade of color that is typically dark, I'm going Black Knight. I mean, give me Martin Lawrence in Black Knight all day. So you're picking Martin Lawrence in that movie over Heath Ledger as the Joker any day. Of the I week. know that's not going to be an, a popular opinion because Heath Ledger's dead now and Martin Lawrence isn't, though he may be. I have no idea. I think he's still. Alive. I think he's still kicking it. He had that incident with the uh, sweatsuit. He like he was in a jogging suit and was running around like L.A. and passed out in the middle of the street. Oh, I thought you were talking about that other movie he was in where he's the detective. He's like the fat lady detective. Big Mama's House. Yeah, and Big Mama's House Wasn't Two. He, isn't he a sweat in a sweatsuit at some point? Yeah, I mean, it's probably pretty sweaty in that fat suit. Yeah, or Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two. God, uh, what, when is Black Knight Two coming out? Yeah, if you tweet Martin Lawrence, he might tell you. He might say, oh, one person's into it. All right, we're doing it. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Max Gongler wants to see this movie. We're going to make it for him. Let's do a Black Knight 2. Why not? I didn't dislike Black I mean, Two like- Black, Two Knight. <laughs> I can't even handle you right now. Um, the club can't even Other movies right that now. came out that year, 27 Dresses. Ah, the Catherine Heigl years. Yeah, oh, yeah, but the the six months she was famous. That was after, that was post Knocked Up, right? Yeah, I think Knocked Up was two thousand seven. Okay, because Knocked, yeah, Catherine Heigl was like that. that might have been like two thousand six. I'm not sure. Um, but she was on Grey's, up uh, Grey's Anatomy up until that point, and then, but yeah, apparently she's just a t- really tough to work with. Just really kind of a a, a mean individual. For, from was what the rumors are. Knocked up is an, an example of a movie that, like, the first time you see it, you're like, "Oh, this is neat. This is fun." And then, and then every other time, it's just like, "You're what? bored." This movie is still going, yeah, huh? Dude, I, the Apatow comedies, man. Like those things last forever. I don't like. I don't. I'm not going to make that generalization toward all Apatow comedies because I typically like what he does and his work. But Knocked Up is definitely one nowadays. I'm just like, I, I don't have it in me. I can't do that whole thing. But like. I like a lot of what Apatow works with, yeah. does. 2008 was also the year Amy Winehouse's Back in Black came out, and that is a phenomenal album. It's good. And then I also think, uh, if my research serves me correctly, um, the Carter Three was at the top of the charts a lot from Lil Wayne. Yep. Nope. Lil Wayne. That one was... that Dude, one. I listened to the Carter Three all the time, freshman year of college. That was one that did not help acclimate me to college because I didn't listen to it. You missed out. I, uh, clearly. A Millie. There were sure. so many great songs on that. I, you know, I'm just going to name that one right now because I'm blanking. But, but yeah, we listened to that entire album. All right. So, well, and then you get, away, you get Way to Normal from 
Mr. Benjamin Folds. Yeah, Benjamin very Scott similar, Folds. Ben, very similar album to uh, the Carter Three. Uh, just a, kind of a different take on it. Same, a lot of heartbreak. Same subjects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, same like storylines. Just Ben Folds. Ben Folds' version of it. Well, we'll jump right into the, the first song. We already listened to a little bit of it, but it's uh, it's Hiroshima is the first song. But 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 Benny hit his head. But 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 Benny. Nobody's ever done that before. But 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 Benny. No, and so apparently the song is actually he was in Hiroshima doing a live show, and he legitimately fell and hit his head like on the side of the piano, and the, live in front of all these people. How embarrassing. So that's the first song. It's got all this like live stuff going on in it. Crazy, right? It, it wasn't recorded live, I don't think. No, I think they just like they used added the that. magic of of editing. They probably used like GarageBand or something, and like just used a like stock sound effect of like crowd noise. I don't. How, that's how, probably how they did it. I don't know how I feel about that, but I will say this: so the first time I heard the song, wasn't a huge fan. Um, and then as I gave it a couple more listens, like it grew on me for sure, and I dig it a lot more. And then yeah, it's just like. I think what Ben Folds embraces really well is just like, here's a fun story from my past. Let's tell it in a song. Yeah, and I think that it works. And um, I don't know. How, I, maybe the crowd noise enhances it. Maybe it takes it back. I'm kind of lukewarm on it. I'm not really. It is what it is. Um, but overall, I mean, that's. <laughs> dude, hitting your head on the piano of the live show that you are so performing I don't th- at. I don't think he hit his head on the piano. I think he fell off the front of the stage. Oh, wow. Yeah. He said blood on the keys. I wonder yeah, if that's... So I think what happened was he fell off the front of the stage. He was like, ah, I'm fine. And then he gets back and starts playing his piano, and then blood starts dripping on the keys, and but he's like, oh. He ended up having a concussion. Yes. Um, do you have any public injuries that have happened to you in like that type of a way? Uh, so here's a fun story. Ooh. Um, when I was in kindergarten, um, I was on a field trip to the state fair, with my kindergarten class and my father, Tom, uh, he was he's a good sh- guy. I know he Tom. A, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great man. I tend to agree. Um, he was a chaperone for this field trip to the f- in North Carolina State Fair. Uh, so at some point, uh, we were just like waiting in a line or like just getting situated. Like we weren't in a line for a ride or anything. We were just like in a, in a space getting situated and like figuring out our plan for the next thing. So as kindergartners do, they get bored and like try to figure out something cool, like some way to show off. So I see a dumpster in front of me, like one of those big dumpsters. And I had this idea that like in my head, I'm going to like just for some reason push off of the dumpster and in a way like get myself to like, I don't know, fly backwards or something. Like I was thinking I was going to push off of the dumpster and just like run backwards but what happens is I push off of the dumpster and lose my balance and fall backwards and the back of my head hits the leg of a bench. Wow. And like I like it's a very similar story to Ben Folds. Lots story. of blood. There was blood. I had to go to like the, the nurse tent or whatever. Uh, but what happens is I get to hang out with my dad for the rest of the field trip and ride the rides. And then meanwhile, the rest of my kindergarten classmates like just go see the animals and like do all the boring stuff at the fair. And I'm just like hanging out with my dad riding the rides. So like 
pretty intelligent thing for me to do. Is just get hurt on purpose. I mean, it wasn't. Is that your advice to little kids? Like, if you're at the state fair and you're at a field trip, but your parent is chaperoning, get hurt. If there are any any kindergartners listening, uh, go ahead and like hurt yourself badly enough that you have to separate from your group. And this is only if like your parent is is the chaperone, or else you're just gonna have to go home. Yeah, have to call your parent to come pick you up. That is good advice for a kindergartner. I I do recommend it. Yep. So it played out well for you. That was a great state fair. Never been to the state fair until like last year or earlier this year, I guess. I mean, that was. 20 plus years ago close to 25 years ago and i still remember that as like a very good state fair experience so like well done it was part of it was that it was like a you know it was like a tuesday afternoon because that's when you go on a field trip with your class right so like there were no lines for any of the rides it was just me and my dad hanging out at the state fair and i got a little bit of blood like on the back of my head but like overall like just to be fair this is the same kindergartner who was constantly like throwing up while at school, yeah, that's yeah. having a tough. Man, you got issues, man. <laughs> you, you had a lot going on in kindergarten. You were a complex little little guy. What happened to me? Now I'm just like still somewhat complex. Uh, mm. I don't know. We don't have to get into that. We, this is not this is not a psychotherapy session. So there's for Max my Congaware. public injury story. Speaking of therapist, that kind of plays into the next song a How little bit. That? You got you got the next song on the album is called Doctor Yang. kind of general consensus on this album or this song is that it's about all like the pseudo doctors and things out there that like Ben Folds kind of thinks are just bullshit. Is that what it is? That's kind of, yeah, like he's talking about all these different things that he just doesn't like really believe in. That's what the consensus on the interwebs is that this kind of song is about. What kind of like research do you, like, do you get on the dark web to record? Dude, like, just research? a lot of Reddit, a lot of, a lot of just diving into Ben Folds Reddit. Huh. Maybe I should start looking into that. Um, but I just know that I like that song. Yeah, so general online consensus is it's about all these pseudo-doctors that he doesn't really believe in. Um, but th- that's a fun, quick song. It's it, it, not one of my favorites, but it's definitely not bad. Like There are some songs from Ben Foles from past albums that I just haven't really enjoyed. This is really on the fence for me. I think it's fun. It's quick. It, it is what it is. But it's a, it, you know, it just plays like pretty quick and... For whatever reason, like I, I don't know why I like that song so much, but I really do enjoy listening to that song. Like that's one that I find myself like in the car, just like jamming out to every once in a while. And it's just like I have no idea what the words are, but it's just like that, like that hard, like just bam, 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 bam. That's good. Like that, that. I hope that was good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you didn't just blow out someone's <laughs> eardrum. He was just like got in. Got their headphones in on this, um, and we do have listeners, Max. You know, I don't know if I believe you. Do we? Uh, the number one episode, our first episode of Lost in the Folds, is the number one episode on. Yeah, because like arc, that's when people period. were like, okay. No, I'm talking about like for the entire music arc, not even the Lost in the Folds section. That's the number one for everything. That's fine. Dude, our show has hundreds of downloads. Downloads. Hundreds. I didn't even know you could do that. Hundreds I don't, of them. I, not I, thousands, but hundreds. I still feel like people, like our friends, the people close to you and I. Sure. Several. We do have several mutual friends. They were like, "Okay, fine. This is the first episode. I'll give it a listen." I'd be curious to see what our retention rate is. 
I mean, it is. We have people who are not our friends who listen to this show. I don't believe you. I'm telling you, man. We, we need to have like a lost in the folds at gmail.com. Well, we have an arc, the arc of e at gmail.com, and people email it. People email in. Not about lost in the folds. They have. They they asked for the mediocre album review session back because it hasn't been on the last couple. Was it episodes. just like the Blanchard brothers asking for the? No, they had an email come in. I, it might have only been one person, but this was feedback that I got. Anyways, um, other. Wait, this is feedback. Wait, so who like who f- who is in charge of like filtering the arc of e at gmail dot com? Noah Blanchard, and he just like forwarded it to you. Yeah, he just told like, me. He's FYI, like, he's dot, like, dot, yeah, dot. people want this back. No, but I I feel like what the email should have said was just FYI dot dot dot, and then just like from there, it was just the forwarded email. Yeah. So, so Noah, if you're listening, if you could just send all uh, lost in the folds feedback in that format from now on, that'd be great. Yeah. FYI, dot, 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 <laughs> and then just the forwarded email. Yeah, he's busy, man. I don't know. He's going to do things his own way. I don't, right, but I don't I'm literally know. telling him to type. The, that's six keystrokes. I'm saving him time. FYI, dot, dot, dot. There you go. Noah Blanchard, if you're, Actually, if you're listening, listen to Max Gongor. He's probably since we get so much feedback, if you want to go ahead and just have FYI, dot, 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 like in your – like ready to, ready to control V that at all times so that anytime – like that's saving you a couple other keystrokes. So like, now you don't even have to type FYI dot dot dot. Just have that like as a keyboard shortcut. So now the question is: Are there any professions that you don't trust or think that are bullshit? Like, are there any professions that like, when someone's like, "Oh, I do this for a living," you're like, "No, I don't. I don't believe you." People who podcast for a living, there's no way that's real. That can't be real. Like that make enough money to podcast. Yeah. Like people are just pulling in that much. That's not real. I think it has to be combined with other things. Like what? So like some of those people are not only do they do podcasts, but then they also like have you know YouTube channels or other things that they are like. They, it's a series of like things that are pulling in money. Or like for us. Them. Like not only do we have a podcast, but we also each have full time jobs that have nothing to do with our podcast. Correct. That's so that's that's how you more likely. Work. But people go to like podcast cons and all that stuff. Any other professions that you're just like, no, I don't buy it. Hockey players. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Nah, it's just a, I don't. I'm not a fan of the sport. <laughs> I don't. I just dislike the sport. Uh, if if like hockey didn't exist anymore, my life would not change at at all. It would make you frown. Yeah, sure. Well, no, it wouldn't make me yeah, frown. But I, I see the uh, the the transverse that you're trying to do here. The tran- the transition. Here's the frown song, which is song number three off of Way to Normal. So you wouldn't really be able to tell from like the poppy outlook that this song has, but it's apparently about his divorce with his wife. Um, really? And it, yeah, apparently she. Um, there's the line in there about effing the guru. Ah, um, and apparently the love guru, the love guru. Well, apparently this person was she. Uh, essentially, I mean, you know, anytime musicians have like time where they're away from their family or anything else, so it's just not a, it's not an easy life by any means. And he is someone that I feel like tours pretty regularly and works really hard with his music. Um, and so, you know, he came to terms that it found out that she was sleeping with his 
the, the her yoga instructor and like oh. that was kind of like the downturn of everything i thought like i don't really pay attention to like what the songs are actually about i i try to like generalize it and broaden it and sure. I, I just thought it was a take on like how like resting bitch face is like a fashionable thing these days like people are like rocking on with their fashionable frowns you yeah know? maybe but uh, <laughs> so um and so kind of throughout the course of this album specifically i feel like i see a lot of like heart kind of gut-wrenching stuff going on but on the terms of like a poppy outlook and i feel like that's kind of his way of like dealing with that without actually like so he's not like and we've talked about this before where i want a little bit more of like the heart-wrenching emotion coming from him in a serious way and it, I, at this point i appreciate the fact um, that I'm never going to get that. Um, it just seems like a lot of the times that he's never going to get that. I think you get it a little bit, but the really his way of dealing with those from my perception is that he's going to give it this like positive outlook, um, or type of vibe on these really tough things that it comes to as he's coming to terms with them. I think that's something that I really appreciate about him and like, uh, relate to and like the way that I kind of deal with, tough things or gut-wrenching things not that i have a super di- difficult life but i think that i do typically try to turn things around pot and make them positive and just kind of hey this is something that i'm not super happy about but like okay i'm gonna make a joke about it and it's gonna be fine yeah so i think that maybe that is one of the reasons that there's such a, like stuff resonates with you more than it does with me i'm looking for that more like painful like show me all that emotion and pain and you you really appreciate that no i appreciate the turning it poppy a little bit poppy but i love um, those poppy seeds but uh, that's i mean i on that specific song you hear all those like weird like like all that stuff going on i'm not a fan of that i can't i'm fine with it i can't deal with it you know the Beach Boys. You know did a really good job of using the theremin, and now Ben folds. I don't think that's a theremin. I actually. think he's using the synth, but yeah, I, I thought of the theremin when I was when he was playing it. I'm um, fine with it. Ben folds. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. You also get. A, I feel like there's a good use of the theremin, and uh, we have now assumed that kindergartners are listening and that Ben folds is listening. I assume. I think he does, man. Yeah, he's not busy. Uh, he's I like think he's in listen- charge of the national symphony now, or something. I wonder if he heard an episode and was like, these these guys, fuck these guys. Maybe. Maybe, possibly. All right, so the next song on here. I feel like if he heard and and did not like it, he could easily sue us for like something. Like, they're using my music without my, I don't know, fair use is a thing, but like I don't know how it works. It's less than 30 seconds of it, and it's all giving credit to him. It's not like we're saying it's our music. It's we all did his this. music. We yeah. did this podcast all by ourselves. We d- well, with a little bit of help, but yeah. Sports Channel 8 gave us a studio. Yeah. Here in Durham, North Carolina. Downtown Durham, right next to the Pinhook and Pie Pushers. Always got to plug that spot, but... Pie Pushers? Well, Sports Channel 8, but Pinhook's fun. Do some karaoke. I think I've only been there once. Who we see there? We saw... I'm pretty sure I saw Lila Local there. Durham band Lila there. That's right, and they have a new album coming out on March 30th. By the time you hear this, it'll have already dropped, but March 30th, Lila's latest outing. That'll number, be fun. Number five. Number five. So the frown song. So have you ever done yoga, Max? Because <laughs> this is it's about a yoga instructor. Have you ever done yoga before? Have you tried it? Not like officially. Downward, however, downward facing Max. There was a uh, when I first started working at the Durham YMCA. Uh, my very first couple of days in that job, we were on a director's retreat in Wrightsville Beach. 
And so, of course, like on a director's retreat, you like do team building stuff. And one of the things was like, hey, we're going to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and do optional yoga. But like, it's not actually optional, you know, how like at those retreats, it's optional, but like you really get like voluntold to be there. It's like, you better build, you better build relationships with these people. Yeah. So So you did yoga on the beach. Uh, kind of. Yeah. I, I was mostly just there for the jokes, uh, as I do, as As I do. Uh, but yeah, I guess I did some yoga. I didn't care for it, but I know you're, you're kind of into it, right? I kind of like yoga. Yeah, I do the, you know, I'm not good at it by any means. I think it's probably something you like get better at over time, but I like it. It makes me breathe and meditate and I dig it. So See, I, do, I tend to breathe all now. on my own. It's kind of a, uh, yeah, but I think it's more intentional breathing. Uh, it's I, really, it's really being, you know, focused on your breath and holding that in. And I then, typically, when I'm focused on my breath, it's for like self-conscious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, you know, the next song on here is with another person. Oh, by the name of Regina Spector. Yes. Um, and this song is called You Don't Know Me. I want to ask you, do you ever sit and wonder it's so strange that we could be together for so long and never know, never care what goes on in the other one's head? Things I felt all I never said. This is another one really poppy and then when you look at the lyrics and you kind of go through the meaning um kind of sad. Yeah. So it's about this guy who thinks this girl hasn't left him yet because she really doesn't know him. Are you reading directly from Reddit right now? No, uh, this is my notes that I've taken. So it's about this guy who uh thinks he's met this girl and he believes the only reason she's still there is cuz she really doesn't know him yet and when she gets to know him she'll bounce. Huh. Uh, and from the girl side, it's kind of saying, like, you think I'm going to leave you because I don't know you, um, but I see your flaws and I love you anyways. And if you don't see that in me, then you don't know me at all. That's um, interesting. It kind of reminds me of the song Only Us from Dear Evan Hansen when you explain it like that. Tell me about that because I'm not familiar with Dear Evan Hansen as much as I should be. It's a good musical, man. It won uh, several Tonys in 2017. Well, it's going to be here in Durham soon. Yeah, we'll see it next year. But so that's kind of so it's like again, it's another like that's kind of a heartbreaking subject. Sure, and it's pretty poppy. Yeah, I mean that's, that's probably one of Ben Folds' more standard poppy like, songs, or like like literally popular songs. Yeah. over the last several years, I've heard that at a Panera Bread like recently, mm-hmm. like within the last couple of days. I was like, oh, Ben Folds is playing at this Panera Bread, and it's this song. And I don't love that. Like, I don't know. Regina Spector doesn't do it for you. Do much for me, even though she probably should because it's the same. It's like a similar, like, person singing and playing piano. Like, I don't know why I don't like Regina Spector that much, but. Well, who would you want to do a duet with? If you could pick anyone that you were like, oh, this is the musician I want to sing with, who would it be? Oh, boy. Yeah, tough question. Ask them the real hard hitters here. That's one of those questions that, like,. You're gonna since you just asked me and didn't give me any time to like think about it, like I'm gonna end up answering it poorly, and like even right now I'm just stalling to think of anybody. Um, it's tough, man. It's not easy. Little, can you tell me? Do you have one? I do, but I feel like they're generic. Like I would say, like Nora Jones would be cool. Sure. Um, but that, I feel like that's a generic answer to that question. Um, Lady Gaga would be cool to do a duet with. Lin-Manuel Miranda would be a fun one to duet with. 
Yeah, he just did one with Ben Platt from Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, that was for the March for Our Lives yes. walk thing. So, but uh, so he would be cool. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, maybe that could be fun. Yeah, I w- I'd want it to be somebody that like maybe I'm actually a better singer than, which is like very few people. But that way, people hear the two of you and like, oh, listen to the pipes on Max Gongo. Yeah. listen to that guy. It have to be something within my key, which I don't know what that is. So I don't know. Um, maybe it would have to be like a. Oh man, that's hard. How about a duet with um who do I like? Miley Cyrus could be fun. Yeah. Do like a little Jolene she's cover. So talented. She is. I couldn't like do people hate on Miley Cyrus? I, I kinda like Bangers was a banger of an album. Like that was good. Yeah, I like Miley Cyrus. I think she went a little bit crazy for a while, but like she seems to be calming down. What about one of the girls from Heim? That w- that was one thing that I was thinking about, but I think you don't know which one you'd pick. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't even know their names. Uh, whoops, sorry. That's probably disrespectful. Well, Heim, right? That's they're all, I mean, they're all they all <laughs> have the same <laughs> last name. Um, how about Kelly Clarkson? Ooh, you do like Kelly Clarkson, I love and Kelly I feel Clarkson. like she's like she like she always disappears cool. for like five or six years, and then like another song comes out, and you're like, oh, that's very yeah. pleasant. Um, yeah, like Carrie Underwood would be cool just because like she's also from the American Idol uh, family. Really, just anybody from the American Idol family, I'd be cool with. Ruben stuttered. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Can you imagine me and Ruben on the same stage? Ta- Taylor, it Hicks. would collapse. <laughs> they, stages are really strong, man. Give yourself. You're not that big. Um, uh, Taylor Hicks would be funny. Remember when he showed up on Stephen Colbert singing Friday, <laughs> just for no reason. That was Everyone good. thought that man was like 50 years old. Turns out he was like 29 at yeah. the time or whatever it was. Um, but that was, that was not a good answer. Like, uh, that's tough to think about. That's a good question for the fans. They can tweet at us or send in an email. Send in an email. <laughs> hey, who, who who would be the best person to duet with? The arc of E at gmail.com. Dude, uh, one of the greatest duets of all time, I think, is uh, I duet with Jenna Fisher from The Office. Yeah. Um, she sings the song "Let's Do It" on with, uh, with, Dewey with, with Dewey Cox. Yeah. Walk hard. So that's, that's literally. I was thinking about making that reference um, when you asked me who I would want to. Yeah, do let's it do with. it. That's a gr- that's a great Jenna Fisher. That one would be awesome. She's got a new show coming out that I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Ooh, what about like Leah Michelle? That would be. She's kind of been out of the spotlight recently. Yeah, but like, yeah, she would be good from Glee, and then uh, she did some uh, Spring Awakening on Spring Broadway. Yeah. And, well, I think Spring Awakening was first, and then before Glee. That's probably true. Yeah, um, yeah, she's very talented. All right, so now we get from "You Don't Know Me," which I agree, I, it's weird. I kind of like it. I like the song. It definitely is that generic kind of like poppy singer songwriter song as it plays out, like in a more indie style, I guess. But that was a lot of just generic but music talk that's really vague and not helpful. But I thought it was good. I liked it. When, at what point does it become a duet versus a collaboration? I think both. I think I think that's like a square rectangle situation, right? But like, which one's which? Like, not all, not all duets or collaborations. I think when two people equally create content for that song, it's a collaboration. It's a duet when like one person writes the song as a duet as a duet and then just have someone else sing. I think collaboration means that you got to like bring something to the table besides just your voice. What about best duet of all time? Jenna Fisher. Okay. John C. Riley. Uh, that's walk yeah, hard. I, I just, I don't 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, in a close second, you got Marquetta Irglova and Glenn Hansard for falling slowly. They're very good. 
I was um, gonna and maybe, all everything that's well I was gonna give done. Adele Dazeem some uh, <laughs> some credit, but whatever. For what? What would you like know. as one you'd want to sing with? No, the, like, Adina Menzel or her du- her duet in Rent? Like I don't know what what are you specifically talking I think about? Defying Gravity is a pretty solid duet. That's mostly her though. So yeah, like, is that a duet? Maybe it's a collab. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a little bit right. That's Steven Schwartz, man. Talented. Yeah. Super talented. All right. So now, uh, after you don't know me, we've got a little piano instrumental. Sure. Titled Before Cologne. Are we gonna play that and then also play Cologne? Yeah, absolutely. Is that necessary. Yeah, a little short piano goes right into Cologne, um, which I got to tell you, Cologne is, man, that's the song on this album for me. Hauntingly beautiful. Is that what you were going to say? Is that my normal go-to? Cologne. I know I said it wrong. I walked you to the train. Back across alone. Dude, I'll almost start crying if I listen to more of that song. That really? That is the the song on this album. Like, is it just because it's the music is beautiful, or like, are the lyrics? No, the weird thing about to you. No, the lyrics are not. I just think musically, it's about it's, an astronaut. Yeah, well, wearing I, I'll tell the, no, I'll tell you the entire story because it's a true story. I know. Um, but no, I think the music in. The way that he sings that is absolutely just like breathtaking. I agree. It's a good. I mean, um, it's a good tune. And we've said it before. He he's, he's just he's a killer ballads man. He just he's a, he builds some just incredibly beautiful songs. They're very um, beautiful musically. I think your issue sometimes is that the the lyrically they're not so good. Which is weird because this one is about a story of a true story of a true story of an astronaut named Lisa Novak. Or I, remember, I mean, I remember hearing about this story like as it happened yeah, and then real a deal. year later or however many months later Ben Folds was writing a song about it. So this uh, this woman, Lisa Nowak, Novak, I can't, I don't, it's a W so I don't know if, it, if it's pronounced with a V or a Nowak. Um, she drove from Houston Newark. to Orlando to kill, uh, to kidnap and allegedly kill another woman that was allegedly involved with her boyfriend at the time, who was also the, an astronaut. Um, she had a rubber mallet, four-inch blade, a BB gun, and rubber gloves, and she wore adult diapers all the way from Houston to Orlando so she wouldn't have to stop while driving Smart. except for gas. Smart. And he took it and made it one of the, just an incredibly beautiful song, which is really about this dude who's missing another woman, um, and contemplating like what like the passion in their relationship based off of like is you know he's seeing this article happening and he's wondering if she's seeing it too and kind of thinking about her. Um, but have you ever? I'm curious. Have you ever been so passionate about something and didn't want to miss something so much that you ever felt the need to wear an adult diaper? No, that's an easy no. I've never considered wearing an adult diaper. Is that a real question? I mean, that, yeah, kind of. I just wanted. 
I have never done it either. I'm just saying, is there anything that you could think of like... I feel like you could have so changed that question a little okay, bit. Okay, here, I'll give it to like, you. There's never been a time where I thought about wearing an adult Would diaper. there be a time? Is, 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 there, is there something in your life that if this no. were to happen that you'd be willing to wear an adult diaper? I can't think of an example right now. Someone's willing to give you season tickets to Pittsburgh Pirates baseball right behind home plate for free for the rest of your life, but you have to wait in this like... 48 hour line to have the opportunity to win that maybe i mean i, I just i don't know that'd be a crate like that's that is an unrealistic uh that wouldn't ever happen like one thing that i was thinking about is like i love the acc tournament right sure and it was in brooklyn this past year as it was and at one point there was some doubt about whether or not uh, my flight would be would actually happen. Like it got delayed for seemingly no reason. Like to New York, it got delayed. Yeah. Or okay. So I was like, oh well. So it was delayed for seemingly no reason. What's what's to stop them from canceling it for seemingly no reason? And I need to be there tomorrow. And I was thinking, well, you know what? I'll drive if I need to. But like even in that situation, like I'd stop. And stop. Go, to, go the to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot to drive all the way to Houston to Orlando. That's a that's not a short drive. I mean, I agree, but like, what if she got there twenty minutes later? Like, there are so many things that you can't control in a drive of that length. Yeah, let's not talk. I mean, rationally, not everything was there. Clearly, if she was trying to go kidnap some other girl because she was sleeping with her astronaut boyfriend. Yeah. And they were both astronauts, I think. It was a weird what, astronaut triad. Whatever happened to astronaut ice cream, by the way? Do you remember that? They used to sell that stuff like in vending machines. You're talking about like the space pops or something? Sure. Like, I don't. There used to be something that was like supposedly astronaut ice cream, and it was like downgrade from even Dippin' Dots. Like, Yeah, I was going to say Dippin' Dots. I don't remember what you're talking about. By the way, Dippin' Dots has been the ice cream of the future for like years. Yeah, I mean... They're so far ahead of what ice cream is going to be that, like, they're always going to be in the future until hot, we get to, like, here's what, my hot take. 3,000? Uh, my hot take is that future ice cream is never going to look like that and that Dippin' Dots is just, like, a it's just it's full like, of shit. Yeah. <laughs> this company that, just, like... Nobody's ever going to be like, yeah, that's a better way to eat ice cream. Like, no, I want soft serve. No, I don't even, like, like soft serve's not even good. I want, like, Cold Stone, like, mix-ins and, like... That type, like that's the ice cream that I like. I don't want spherical, cold things. Yeah, I agree. That's what ice cubes are for. Let's jump back onto the album. Ah. We've taken a little bit of a detour. That's fine. Adult diapers and all, but cologne, beautiful song. Then you go into errant dog. So this song is about uh, you've got girls who are, from Ben Folds' perspective, girls who are continually giving dudes chances, um, even after they are like cheating on them and doing all that type of stuff. That like they continue to go back to these same guys that hurt them, um, and so even though these dogs keep running away and acting crazy and like not doing what they're supposed to be doing, these girls keep going back because it's like it's their dog, it's their thing that they're trying to control and change huh which i don't know if that's like i don't know how i feel about that message but like it is it's what ben was writing about at the time i thought it was just about a dog 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, I re- really need to start peeling back the layers, man. Dive on in. Yeah. Like, that's why I've never, I've never really been a big fan of like eating oranges. You, the, well, peeling an orange is really just terrible. Yeah. So, like, why peel a song, you know? Why peel? Because I feel like that's easier and less messy uh, sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so that is, so it's, you know, it's about this, you know, girls getting cheated on and the frustrations behind that, but they keep going back to these guys. What's your advice for, uh, for girls who are getting cheated on, Max, or guys who are doing the cheating. Yeah, that's my... Don't cheat on girls. That's not nice. That's not respectful. That's I agree. not caring. I agree. That's not honest. So if if, you, if if there's a girl listening who's getting cheated on by anyone, right, what's what's your advice to her? Send that dog to the pound. Wow. Yeah. You don't like dogs, though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so. I'm not a big dog guy, so I'm not like... Like I don't know, I don't, like, don't, but you're so you're saying like if someone's cheating on you, get out of that relationship. Like that's not I something. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like I like the idea of second chances too, but there are some things that are just like got to hold people accountable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> just having a crucial accountability conversation. <laughs> hey, my my expectation maybe one cheat like that's fine. Yeah, my expectation is that you don't cheat on me. I observe that you have. Can you help me understand what's yeah. going on? I don't know, I, like. It would be an expectation of myself not to cheat. Yeah, right. But like, maybe that's uh, maybe that accountability conversation hasn't happened. I, 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 um, my general rule is be nice to be kind to one another. Yeah, dude. I I would. I we should do an but episode. That's of, Ellen DeGeneres. That's we should, her thing. We should do an episode of just Max Max advice. That should be our new podcast after we finish the Ben. I've got podcasts. so much dating advice. You all don't even know. <laughs> Um, I'm much more on the fan. Like, if you think you're going to cheat, like, clearly that's a sign that you should have, like, a conversation with the person that you are seeing. Sure. So don't cheat. Don't be that person. Ben Folds would have never written this song, and then he could have filled it with something maybe a little bit better. You know, Victor Navorsky once said, don't cheat. And that's, you know, that's stuck with me ever since I saw The Terminal the first time. Yeah, that's uh, that was a Matt Damon movie. Nope. <laughs> um, you're thinking of Stanley Tucci. Oh, that's <laughs> Dude, the Tooch. The too great. much Toochie. <laughs> There's no such thing as too much Toochie. Um, no, it's a fun... Uh, Aaron Dog's a fun little ditty. I think it seems like they had a good time recording it. Um, I think, again, it's a, you know him just being like, I'm frustrated about this thing. I'm going to put it out in a fun little jam, but that's kind of his way. So he's been folded as frustrated that other dudes seem to be getting second chances? Is that what it is? I think that's part of it, and the fact that like girls are complaining about their cheating boyfriends and stuff, but they keep going back to mm, them. I yeah, think there's frustration. I that being fr- frustration. Yeah, and that as well. Benfold, just do you, buddy. Don't worry about what's going on in other relationships. Just care. Just focus on yourself. Sometimes I feel like Benfolds can be a little judgy. Like sure. I think he's, I mean, I guess we all can. Yeah. And I'm not better than anyone else, but he, there's a lot of judgment, I feel like, in, in a lot of his stuff. But this is, going through a divorce while writing this song and every, or writing these this album, it's got, like, there's no way that's easy. Um, so, and then we get into the next song, um, which you've referenced before, um, in, early, in earlier episodes, I think, um, free coffee. Ah, called in sick one day, stepped out my front door, squinted up at the sky. A lot of that. It's an interesting, like, basically he he put, like, Altoids cans in his piano, and that's how that sound happens. Huh. 
That's interesting. Like if you ever see him play that song live, he like does some weird stuff with his piano and then plays it. Yeah, I'm kind of meh. I'm kind of meh on this song. I think it's kind of neat. I think it's a cool take on like how sometimes the people who really need things are not the one don't get anything, and then it's like celebrities and people who get free coffee and get to go to eat fancy dinners for free because of their status, and it's and how that's kind of changed his life. He talks about kind of going on tour and then coming back and like realizing he has an ex-wife and now children that like he's got a handle and stuff too but at least he gets free coffee yeah which is an interesting take i just if there's if you wanted to get something free max based off of your stardom and like let's clear that you're getting famous off of this podcast yeah we've got kindergartners and ben folds are both listening so you're making it um so what do what would you want to get for free that you currently don't get um one thing that I have always dreamed of, and not necessarily to get for free, but like to have the wealth to be able to have my own private basketball court Ooh. that I have access to whenever I want. Indoor, outdoor, both? Indoor. Preferably indoor. So, like, un- like with like the lines and everything. Uh, nice. Would you want I'd to take a half court? Oh, uh, so you don't need the full thing. Just no, I don't to need to run up and down. Like,. <laughs> honestly a half court would probably be better do you uh sometimes i just like if it's like late at night and i'm trying to go to bed i just have the sudden urge to like go shoot hoops (laughs) well um, wouldn't it be great if i could just go shoot hoops you know do you you remember when you'd play pickup basketball as like a kid and there'd always be that one kid who wanted to who's like let's play full court and you're like dude it's like three on three and we're eight like who's trying to play full court basketball right now kids who need to run around they're always that was never me no i agree no just take the ball back to the three-point line and make the shot don't i don't need to have better cardio as a nine-year-old but parent probably do now um but yeah i just it was it's a mess song to me i get the concept and that's like the wait what's your free thing that you would want you don't get to just ask me questions i sometimes i do that's i'm i am can do what i want i've got the the list and the itinerary of what we're covering like i would today. also take like free tickets to the events i want to go to oh uh, that would be nice or yeah like via with like vip like maybe i would even pay for the event but like you give me the vip treatment you know mm-hmm. so you have like a little like champagne bottle and like little roped off section for every event you go to i don't like champagne personally but like i'm just saying like give me like i'll buy the tickets for the baseball game but if you could hook me up with like the box seats or like the the opportunity to go sit in like wherever i get the free food free food is really what i'm after here concert yeah i think uh free concert tickets would be great um or like not having to like uh, wait in line at concessions for movie theaters because I feel like those lines are always like through the roof. That would be well, nice. You already have that. Don't you have like the movie pass that like gets you like... Well, I have movie pass and then I have a premiere membership to AMC. Yeah. Hashtag sponsor us AMC. Um, but Also Dippin' Dots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just shat on Dippin' Dots for a good like five minutes. If you sponsor us, we'll say nice. Yeah, we'll, we'll say, say so many things. nice things about Dippin' Dots. I'm willing to do that for you, Dippin' Dots. Um, also, free Dippin' Dots. I would take it. <laughs> so even though you're not a huge fan of it, like, if it's free, you're going to yeah. take it. Um, so yeah, I'd probably do concert tickets would be nice. Kindergartners, uh, if you could sponsor us too, that'd be great. <laughs> We've cursed too much this episode for there to be kindergartners listening, but that's why the E is up on our... We get the explicit... Do we? We get the explicit box on our song. Oh my goodness gracious. You can say whatever you want. That, I did just <laughs> say what I wanted. Um, so yeah, this going back to free coffee... I'm I'm not a fan of that experimental sound, and it's very 
tech it's just strange to me and so it's it's fine it, it I'm, sunshine hates his experimentation it doesn't really r- razzle my berries you know i don't want to hear about that <laughs> so um and then the very next song and i apologize for the language again um <laughs> it's called uh what's it called max uh bitch went nuts yep that's or what it's it called the bitch went nuts Yeah. So this this one this is a song I feel like it's important to talk context about um, because we've already talked about his cover of the um, Dr. Dre song on an earlier EP. Sure. Um, and so like. Kind of in a similar vein. Tell me about context, Mr. Context. I will. I'll give you context to this. So in a similar vein, he is, when you dive into the lyrics of the song um, and kind of, a, again, a general consensus of what it's about, he is venting frustration on dudes who are unable to accept responsibility for their own actions and relationships. So Dang, he's writing. Deep. He's writing this from the perspective of, like, this bro guy who doesn't understand, like, why his girlfriend, like, went nuts on him. And so he's coming at it from the situation of like, oh, yeah, she just went crazy and she's the worst and like all this stuff. When in reality, it's because this dude has no concept of accountability in his own relationship. And so he's he's kind of venting frustration with those guys who are unable to see like that they messed up. And that's why their girlfriends are acting or behaving that way. It's because they have done something wrong. And I think a little bit, too, he's kind of internalizing like what he did wrong in his own relationship and is writing a song about that too. Huh? So yeah, she went nuts. She stabbed my basketball and it's, you know, I mean, because of all this other stuff that's going down. Don't stab basketballs though. I, again, I don't believe in violence. I don't believe that that solves anything. I'm a big fan of talking it out and being probably pretty cathartic though for her. Probably. Which is good. Um, I'm a big fan of catharsis. So that, yeah, you you like cathartic moments of happiness. Yeah, sure. What is that? What's what? What does that look like for you? That's like a whole other podcast. Man. You can do a whole hour on the cathartic moments of happiness. Theoretically, yeah, we'd have um, to ask Mike Greenberg to come in. It'd be a whole thing. Have you ever done something that deserved getting your basketball stabbed? Like that? Like if like in your life that if someone stabbed your basketball in a response to something, you'd kind of be like, "Yeah, I deserve that." So when I was in college at Elon University, go Phoenix, uh, I was invited to participate in a um, like a on the court game, and part of the game was you have to make a free throw, then a or a layup, then a free throw, then a three pointer, and then a half court shot, and you win Dippin' Dots or something. <laughs> um, and so I made the layup on the first try, and then I missed ten consecutive free throws, and my time ran out, and I feel like. I deserved it to have a <laughs> basketball stabbed for that. Yeah, I was I was very curious of what that story was going to be because you are, you know, all, for all intents and purposes, you are a very nice, kind, caring individual. I yeah, I don't know that I've ever, you know, it's obviously me like trying to. I don't know what other people perceive of me, but I feel like I, for the most part, I do nice things and. You're not, mean to, yeah, you're not mean person to other, and other individuals. Don't deserve to have basketballs stabbed. Uh, how, but I'm, you know, I'd be curious if you have an example of a time you've been so mad at me. You can email the at gmail.com. 
and then uh, Noah Blanchard will just FYI <laughs> dot dot dot. Uh, I'll tell you, you're, you're, someone's going to stab your basketball because you said the Black Knight was better than the Dark Knight. <laughs> someone's like, give me your basketball. I need to stab it right now. Yeah, that's fine. Even uh, even that would be like a. That's not like I said that in jest. I think. It's possible that the times that people have been most mad at me are the things that I said like kind of stupidly and like were just a joke, but like someone maybe, took it very seriously. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's happened before. Do you think you because uh, you're very much that way in like meetings and stuff too, where you'll you'll say random things or funny jokes that are like off topic, and I feel like sometimes in those situations, someone could turn and be like, Max, I just don't ugh, focus. Yeah, and and the jokes on them because typically that means that I'm at my most focused right. is, it, is when I'm making those jokes. You're very quick and witty. It's means like, you're really on top. If of I'm things. not saying anything in a meeting, that's when you need to be worried that I'm like not <laughs> not paying attention. Yeah. You're sleeping. Yeah. Um. No. This song. This uh kind of reminded me of the moment where uh Peter Bretter and Forgetting Sarah Marshall is like has this really tough thing going on. Is that an Apatow joint? Uh, I don't think he's attached to it. Okay. I know it was written by Jason Siegel. Right. Um, but the moment where he's like dealing with like his breakup and being an idiot. And so he's playing on the piano. He's like, dun, 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 you're so stupid. I can't do this. You, I don't want to talk to you. And like doing this whole like mantra in his head. Like that's kind of the vibe I got from this song. Huh. Um, Dude, a Jason Siegel Ben, ben Folds collab. collab that'd be, <laughs> Not I, a duet, but a collab. I'm in. I would duet with Jason Siegel for Absolutely. sure. Um, but that's kind of what it, I just that image popped into my head when I was listening to the song. Um, but I, you know, I think it's a, a what I do enjoy. Uh, I just think I think it's a, a fine song. Um, I do enjoy the next song a lot. One of my favorite songs on the album. Um, it's in German. Um, brain brainwash. I don't know how it's pronounced. It's not really in German. Did but you just pronounce it with a K at the end? I don't. It's how, how do you pronounce a W A S C H T? Not with a K at the end. Brainwash. I don't know, man. Yeah, brainwashed. No, it's weird. But I mean, that's the next song like on. That's the not album. really like the last part. Is brain is not German for brain. I do kind of think the song gets back to like the styles of like Ben Folds Five, whatever and ever Amen, like that kind of like vibe and groove. It's not as experimental as other stuff. It's kind of gets back into that like niche sound that they started with, um, and I dig that. I like that song. Yeah, so I think it's that's probably one of my top three on the album. Sure, um, but apparently, and so the, no one really knows what the song's about. Is what I was what I figured out. Reddit research here. Reddit it comes. research here it comes. Sponsor us, Reddit. Um, but uh, the thought is, without very much detail, is that it's unclear what the song is. But it what does a be, what does a frog say like when he's when he completes a book? Finished. Reddit. Damn. Reddit. I was so close. Yeah. Um. But apparently it's about uh, a perceived fight with Darren Jesse. Ooh, the drummer, uh, the drummer from Binfolds 5. Which is, no, nothing confirms that. That is a Who theory. occasionally eats at Mexican restaurants in Hillsborough, North Carolina. Which we've seen him there before, and yeah. it was delicious. Darren Jesse was Dude. delicious. 
Yeah, possibly. I, the food there is great. I went on a date there recently. It was wonderful. Oh, good for you. I know. Humble brag. I went to a Mexican restaurant. Wow. It was delicious. Did you get the fresh guac? Yeah, of course we did. Oh, boy. Yeah, dude. I don't. When I go dating, I don't hold. You know, no, no stops. Stop. We pull up everything. You want? You want guacamole? Done. Whatever you want, girl. We go to Chipotle, and you want the extra guac for a little bit extra money? Have you ever money? been on a like, date to Chipotle? No, you haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah. But I would be willing to pay for the guac. a boy. Um, I went to Moe's on a date back in high school. That's good, I guess. Yeah, How for was high it? school. Yeah, it was fun. Did you get the corn salsa? I don't remember. It was in high school. Man. Why don't you remember ago. what you ate on every date you ever went on? Do you? No. All right. So don't throw that shade at me, please. I'll throw whatever shade um, I want. So, but yeah, so I don't, was there, was there a big fight that led to the breakup of Benfolds 5 initially? Yeah, they might still be fighting it. Mm. Great. So do like, do you, so is there actually a. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. You're the research guy. Yeah, but I couldn't find anything on it, but that's what the kind of the basis. I do enjoy the song a lot. Um, I love how the chorus breaks down from originally what it does and like the verses um, and departs away from that. In a pretty strong way, and I like that. It's got, I like a song with a good breakdown. Yeah, you, one of my favorite breakdowns of all time is um, in the song "Jumper" by what is that? Third Eye Blind. Mm-hmm. When it breaks down to like the that part of "Jumper" is one of my favorite breakdowns I, that, of all time. That song's so tough for me because it always sounds like he has like a really strong lisp when he's talking about like step back from that ledge. With you, <laughs> like every time, like that's what I hear. Well, maybe you should just listen to the Jim Carrey version from Yes Man. <laughs> yes Man. Yeah. So, um, so Brainwash, uh, yeah, again, one of the better songs on there. And then we get into an interesting song um, that started as a joke at a live show, and then once he kind of because he like improv the song, he liked the improv so much, recorded a full version How of it for know, this album. Like, you know so much. I do. This must be Effington. It is Effington, okay. um, which is not a real pl- The town is not actually called Effington. It's like Effingham. Um, but he... he and is, was, is that the town that he improvised in? No, he was... He didn't play a show in Effingham, I think he Illinois. played a show in Normal, Illinois, okay. and on the way to Normal... There it is. He passed Effingham. I um, see. And so that's kind of where this song comes from. Um, yeah. And our football team Effing town could be a wonderful effing place That is funny That's, So he came up with that and then uh, continued to do the entire song And it, it, it all does that How do you feel about that opening line? Um, I feel like there was a time when people, especially in North Carolina, kind of assumed that was about Duke University. Really? Yeah. Duke, David Cutcliffe has done a really good job of turning that program around and sure, they're respectable sure. now. Yeah. I feel like I have to say when I'm in the Sports Channel 8 studios in Durham, North Carolina, I have to respect the Duke football team. Um, but there was definitely a time when they like did, were not good and people, if there's a God, they're laughing at us and our football team. Do you think, how do you feel about, because I kind of take that as approach to the entirety of sports, right? So, like, people who take sports super seriously, which, like, arguably is you. Like, how do you feel about a line where someone's like, hey, man, like, if God exists, he probably doesn't care about sports the way that you do. 
I, um, and he's laughing at you because of how seriously you're taking this. I think, first of all, that I actually do a pretty good job of watching and watch sports with a comedic chip on my shoulder. Like I like I care about sports, and it's something that I know a lot about. But I'm not like my mood isn't swinging based on sports teams that I follow. Would you say that's the same about Tar Heel basketball? Like if they lose a game that's pretty big. Yeah, you, you it doesn't affect. You. I think it probably did in the past. You, oh yeah, oh, there was definitely a time <laughs> I threw my shoe at a wall uh, when Austin Rivers hit that shot in 2012 to beat Carolina. I threw my shoe at a wall. <laughs> we uh we went and uh, ate at Chili's one night when a game was playing. Oh, that was in 2000. It's about four years ago, I think. I think that was 2012. It as was well. yeah, and uh, you were were going six nuts. years ago. Well, I wasn't going nuts. I was pacing in like little hops where you were like holding in energy because you couldn't like actually shout because we were in public. Yeah, but like if I was took it that seriously, I would have actually shouted. You know, that was when um, Kendall Marshall had just gotten injured against Creighton, uh, and it was the next game. It was the game against Ohio in the Sweet Sixteen, and it might have gone to overtime. Uh, and Carolina like barely pulled it out thanks to some heroics from Reggie Bullock, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, so that was uh, – actually, I think that popped up on my like, time hop recently was you apologizing for your behavior at Chili's. Welcome <laughs> to Chili's. Um, really? I don't know if I would have apologized. I mean, like I was pacing. Like, why was I there? Why did you make me watch a <laughs> Carolina basketball game in the NCAA tournament at a Chili's? So we had just worked an event um, for – a camp. Uh, a camp. Well, we went to like an elementary school to like work at like some like camp fair slash oh, like like PTA thing. Um, we were with a girl. Uh, we were with Austin. A girl. And then we were with a girl who I was trying to date at the time. And so, so, Ooh. but I was riding with you. So, Do you remember con- what you ate at that date? I don't. Probably a triple dipper, man. <laughs> Those things are delicious. Um, but I was trying to like talk to her. But I was riding with you, so I was like, hey, man. And I'm definitely the type of person to, like, forces people to be my wingman if I'm... Yeah, how'd I do? <laughs> you did not do... I mean, comparatively, I looked great based off the way that you were behaving that day. Whatever, man. She was a Carolina person. That's she, true. She empathized with she me. She did. Um, and so, you know, you. I think you apologized. Like, you sent an apology to the three of us, like, via Facebook. But, like, thanks for putting up with my, like, behavior. Did I really? In Chili's, yeah. That, that's one thing that I'm not afraid to do is send out an apology or, I like, pre- a, I appreciate your kind a, written, a written form of my uh, feelings. I won't talk about them usually, but, like, every once in a while, I'll get in my feelings and write them on it social out. media. Yeah. For sure. Words of affirmation or whatever. So, that's a... So, Effington, again, an improv song, which we've seen before. If you go and look at uh, Ben Folds when he does, like, his... Uh, what was it? Chat Roulette. Yeah. When he just, like, would He'll improv, improv stuff on He used on to call roulette. that... Uh, so, what fans will yell out, yell out at him is, rock this bitch. And he'll just make up a song on the spot, and it'll be called Rock This Bitch. But he's done, like, probably hundreds of different versions of rock this bitch and he'll be like okay what flavor do you want me to do today and he'll be like do like a jazzy rock this bitch (laughs) and like it's usually quite funny and that's probably where effington came from was something like that was like he eventually like he'll he'll make up a bunch of lyrics about where he is and what he's doing and then eventually it'll lead to a chorus that is rock this bitch (laughs) it's good um but effington's a fun little song and i think that the like the story behind it makes the song even better um, but yeah, that's where that is. And then we have the last song on the album. 
Yeah, which again, like, another. This is a long part. We're doing a long cast today. Where are we at right now in the time frame? You About see an hour 15. Ooh, Noah has been asking for longer podcasts. Really? So he has. Literally no one else has been. Yeah, that's probably true. I, we like to keep it in like the 45, 50 minute range, but we've we done failed. <laughs> we've been ranting a little bit. He's going to be so happy when he gets this file into his computer. He's going to be like, yes, one, 130. Great. Um, the last song on here is Kyle from. Connecticut. Kylie. Kylie from My Connecticut. My goodness. Respect to the man. Kylie. And Kylie. Respect Ky- Kylie, Kylie too. Kylie from Connecticut. Have you been thinking it's Kyle this whole time? No. It's just... I thought, but where did it come from? What does she do with it if it comes back? A note from his assistant, there by the telephone. So we can't play the whole thing, but getting through it, another just absolutely heartbreaking song. Really? Absolutely. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's like one song that i just have not really bothered to listen to that often really yeah i I, it's probably it's up there again with one of my favorites on the album my top three is probably kylie from connecticut um brainwashed and and cologne i better give it another shot but it's about a woman who knows her husband is having an affair oh wow and she thinks about how she was never really in love with him in the first place and is thinking back to like the man she actually loved before she got married man reddit knows so much about what is going through ben folds head i huh? guess so. because I, I, I think that you got people who are diving into like either the stuff that he said at shows before because he's mm-hmm. he's a talkative guy on stage sure and will open up on stage um or things that he said in interviews so these people have like dived and done their research um and i just have to you know read what they write um so and again so take everything with a grain of salt it's on reddit but apparently that's kind of what the song and the lyrics kind of talk about um and after going through the lyrics i agree but it is a great song but yeah it is just man you get the knife turned on you in that one um and it's just really heartbreaking and i think that that kind of encapsulates the kind of theme of this album is that just a lot of heartbreaking stuff going on which makes sense because he was going through a divorce at the time he was writing it and so i just think that that was probably played a lot into it sure um, it's a good song is your like random question that you're gonna ask me like hey max do you know anybody from connecticut no but you've sure been you're, me, you've you been asking me like random questions throughout so the I podcast think, i don't have one for this one really i'm just, I'm just too heartbroken I'm how many people sad. do you know from connecticut i don't think i know anyone you don't know a single connecticut i don't think that i uh, i'll probably do but like i don't know i don't know one of my college roommates was from connecticut i think uh, where was he from? I can't remember now. All right, well, I was from Connecticut, but I can't. Darianne, Connecticut. Wow! Shout out Darianne. That's another place I've heard of. We should, but well, we got to wrap this up because we've already been running long. No, you already promised an hour and a half. No, well, we got to close out and we got to do things like that. That takes time. Um, but here's what I'm going to do for you, Max. We have we've done the ten point rating scale. We're going to switch it up because when better to switch up a rating scale than like. 75% way through the series. Sure. Um, so what we're going to do 10 is out of 10. You are going to have to give it um, anywhere between a Ben Folds 1 and a Ben Folds 5. So you're so you have to give I it hate it already. <laughs> you got to give it a bit. Ben Folds 1 is like not nope. It's a scale of 1 to 5. Yes, I get but it. It's a Ben Folds 1 or a Ben Folds 5. This is so dumb. it's not any different. Yeah, except it's 5 instead of 10 now. Yeah, I don't understand how so that matters. It's a new rating. Yeah, you know, just cut things in half, man. What do you give it? I don't know. A 
four. Right. You give it a Ben Folds four. A Ben Folds four. I'm going to give it a Ben Folds three. That's fine. I like I, my rule is that I don't give anything less than a three point five. Sure. <laughs> uh, ben Folds three point five. Ben Folds three point five. <laughs> Which was similar to Lion King 1.5. <laughs> right. Where it's the story between 1 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't... Yeah. Um, I hear you. Uh, how does this rank comparatively to the other albums we've talked about? Where does this fall? It's a 3.5. Right. No, but like how does that... You it's, know. It's great. I mean, it's a great album. They're all like... They're all kind of tied for the lead. <laughs> so one thing that I've been asked to do um, by... Uh, I guess he's not our producer. I don't know what to call him except the guy who you know runs the website... But Noah has asked that we put together a playlist once we're all things are said and done, but it can only be thirty songs long. So you're asking me to cut my best so, of Benfold so playlist we, down to well, thirty. I think what we have to do is we have to each like bring twenty songs. He wants an episode where we bring like twenty songs to the table. I'm gonna call up Nick and Nora and ask for their support in creating an infinite playlist. Well, that's not what you get. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick your top twenty if songs. I, I pick Nick my and top Nora twenty nicely. songs, and then well, that's forty now. Yeah, but there's gonna be overlap. So, you know, you don't know that there'll you're, probably you're be probably overlap. Right. So, um, but you're gonna have to really get to the nitty gritty and pick your top twenty songs. You're gonna have to do some ranking. That won't be hard. Really? Yeah. I'll just if I just like close my eyes and point blindly, I'll be just as satisfied with that <laughs> list. <laughs> I want you to. I need you to care more. I want you to really rank things out. My name is Ganga Ware, not Ganga Care. That's a good joke. <laughs> All right, so we uh, this has been an episode. We're gonna wrap things up. So this has been this an episode. This has been an episode of something. Yeah. It's been it's been something. Um, it's a long one. That's one. That's this, a heck of an outro. This is this, this has is, been an episode. This is. I'll let you keep going with your outro. This has been us. Um, this, this is, is us. us. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you like it? You're not gonna tell me where it ranks for the other Ben Folds albums nope. for you. That's fine. Um, where can we find you on the social media? Uh, you can find me at Max Gongaware on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at, uh, I don't know, like what other social media? Like you can probably find me on Facebook. I'm, I, I, if I don't know you, I might not be willing to be your friend, but you can try. Well, they posted your profile picture, your new one on the last Instagram post for our last episode. So How people, dare they? People know exactly what you look like that's, I mean, in that's a wedding fine. in a wedding format. We just, yeah. That was a fun wedding. Ooh, I bet I looked handsome. Me and you looked good, dude. I looked but we were kind of sweaty because it, like, it was one of those pictures of us just being on the dance floor getting after it. Yeah. They played um, they arguably played. zero Ben Folds music at the wedding. Argue? What do you mean argue? They didn't play any Ben Folds music. Yeah, I didn't hear any. They played some uh, Sam Cooke though, so they did played a lot of Bruno Mars, which like I would I would do a duet with Bruno Mars. Oh, absolutely! Only if he taught me his dance moves too, though. I he's like a little diminutive you, man. Can you catch like when you, someone teaches you something? Do you catch on quickly, or like would Bruno really have to work with you on on nailing some of these? I dance mean, it depends moves. on the thing. Like dance moves wise, I don't know that I'd be that quick of a learner, but I feel like I'd I'd hold my own. You pick it up. You'd be yeah. good. Like you could be a background dancer for him in a year or two. Yeah, sure. Give me a year. Yeah, <laughs> let you work on it for about a year, and yeah. you'll be set. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to be back in another two weeks, um, talking about what's the next Lonely Avenue. Lonely Avenue, which is a a, a Bruce Hornsby and Nick Hornsby it's a a, collab. It's a collab um, between Ben Folds and Nick Hornsby. Not Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> it's a different person. Yeah. Um, it's just the way it is. And that's just the way it is. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Dippin' Dots, we're, we're sorry. We apologize. I'm not sorry. 
<laughs> no rag rats for Max Gongaware. No what? Rag rats. What is that? It's regrets, man, but it's a... Uh, do I have to explain this to you? Have you never seen... Uh, we're like trying to make a Rugrats joke. No, we're the Millers, where the guy has the tattoo across mm-hmm. the, his chest that says, no regrets, but it's spelled Ragrats. Oh. So. Yeah. No. I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen we're the Millers, but... Or that meme or yeah, whatever else. Sure. So, okay. All right, we're done. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back soon. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at uh, the Arc of E, or at the Arc of E Network. Go to the Arc of E dot com. Um, if you've got any feedback for us, general concerns you want to share, e- what's that email address? It is thearcofe at gmail dot com, and then Noah will FYI forward that to us if we get any feedback on that. I can't wait. I can't. I will read all two of those emails. So thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll see you next time.